Market Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last Patches poop They cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 86, season 4, episode 18, if you're counting, of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Uh, I think we still good suck. Uh, my name is Jonathan, and I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. My name is Josh, and I am back from... Uh, Two episode hiatus, and I am coming from West Lynn, Oregon, in the Pacific Northwest. And this is the triumphant return of Greg. Huzzah! 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 In Northwest Portland, Josh, what is coming up today? Not Randy, because he ain't on this episode. Oh, shit. Where's Randy? I don't know. He had a soccer game, and he's starting a new podcast, he said, called. What was it called? Um, Out of high school loser. High school Randy, soccer with Zippy. Randy Kilwag's serious high school soccer podcast. And it's going to be so much fun. So everyone check that out. On today's episode, we're going to talk about all the recent horrible results that we've got. We're going to talk about um, playoff predictions. <laughs> and we're going to talk about our upcoming few matches left well say playoff predictions one more time playoff predictions (laughs) (laughs) that's what i call a sticky situation (laughs) when did we get those when we upgraded the account and made josh pay for it yeah something like that (laughs) yeah that's awesome um uh if you don't like this podcast, I would recommend that you listen to the new one that me and Josh are releasing called the Classic Swiss Time Pieces, uh, yeah. in which we will showcase many fancy watches that anyone who listens to this will never buy. Basically, it's just going to be about Rolexes and hood rats. Cool. You know what? Right. Let, let's just let's just play a minute or two of of the pilot episode to give them a to give them a taste. I'll I'll start the intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, there's, there's, there's not really a podcast. Yeah. Really a podcast. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> oh, I have to, uh, I have to how's everyone a... doing? Oh, huh. Dandy, how are you doing? Good. Super. I really brought that to a halt. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm this drinking is writer's Boop. tears. Buoy. Um, Josh, you're drinking a beer? KLL. Dude, oh God, you don't even want to know my day. <laughs> Dude, wait. For the, for the record, um, everyone, at the MLS Cup final uh, last season, Josh got tanked on two PBRs, which was one of the most aggressive drinking days I've ever seen with Josh. And for, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you casually with a beer in any setting. Oh, uh, so I know, right? Drinking from the can, I'm like, tell me about your day. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to bring everyone down. But 
it was a fun day. You uh, already fun, exist, so uh, it's yeah. already like that's that's done. That ship is fun. Sad. Day of people approving files weeks ago, them being at the printer and then finding mistakes. <laughs> when when multiple people print and each job was like a fifty thousand dollar job. Ooh. So that's fun. Greg, what so, are you drinking? Uh, I've got some Writer's Tears, one of my favorite Irish whiskeys, hmm. as hmm. well as a uh, a pale from Pelican. It's not their normal nice. like it's not their normal uh, paddleback Pacific Pale. It's a little bit hazier. I forget the name of it, but anyway. So you oh, are double fisting. Oh, I need a beer to follow up my whiskey. Yeah, that's right. If I wasn't going to go out after this um, to um, meet up, not page, hang out with us, yeah, then I would totally um, have another beer or a whiskey with you. But yeah, look, like I was, uh, I would like to hang out with you guys, and you are one hundred percent within the first tier of friends. Um, I have a, I rate my friends in different tiers of people who I would actually uh, choose to collectively hang out with, and like. When I'm in town, I do call you. Oh, you are ex- when, when you're in when you're in town. Yeah, <laughs> you are exactly the kind of person to numerically rate your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's all based on big data, my friend. And I'm like, Josh was close. Um, so no. <laughs> I'm shocked I even made it that high. Whose yeah. whose friendship has a higher ROI, mine or Randy's? No, so you can't look at it in ROI. It's TCO, total cost of ownership. Um, oh. And uh, so you own it's not your a return on, Yeah, it's not a return on an investment. It is what do I put into this total? Like, and um, like the ROI levers are always different, but a TCO is just straight up fucking math. Um, and I, um, uh, that is science, no art. ROI is art and science. Our TCO on this podcast is pretty fucking low, guys. Yeah, it's very low. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of which, um, why don't you get us even lower? And Greg, tell us about some recent <laughs> results. <laughs> oh, let's go back to uh, the first match since the last episode that came out. A disappointing, deflating, painful 3-2 loss to Vancouver. We had a chance to put one hand on the Cascadia Cup, and despite a valiant late effort from some newcomers that we will talk about, (sighs) disappointed in defeat. Yeah. I. So, Greg, you went to this match. Um, uh, Josh, you did not go. You were uh, a late scratch, and I was also a late scratch. We also did not go. Um, and uh, and in turn, I made Brianna watch it on television, and that was even worse time spent than it is. Like it was like if you're there and you're losing, you're still having a beer, you're goofing off, like having fun. But this, like, you just sit there and wallow in in a bad result and. The only other thing I will say that was a positive part is that it was like it was in the 90 something degrees, if I recall correctly, which um, I sat there and watched it on the big screen in the basement um, in a beautiful air conditioned setting. So I'm not too disappointed. Yeah, that's the way to do it, because I feel bad for everyone who went to that match. I turned it off halfway through and then um, I kept getting dings that we were scoring. So then I turned it back on and set got sadness. 
Yeah. Greg, what was it like inside the stadium of depression brought to you by Providence Park? <laughs> until until their third goal, it I'd say the energy was high. It was there. Uh, we had belief. I think it was kind of a collective thing amongst almost all of PTFC dumb is PTFC dumb. Uh, We pretty much let go of hopes of the playoffs and all we wanted was the Cascadia cup. Is that a fair assessment? We'll talk about that later. Uh, We did a good job of losing that. Hopes were high. Uh, The energy was there. It was a great TIFO, great atmosphere. Uh, And like I like I opened this segment with their the energy during that final push that maybe came a few minutes too late. Uh, really felt like we could at least pull a result, but yeah. So I um, I had predicted on the episode with Randy and Zippy, um, who uh, thank you again for joining us, uh, that Moreno would start, and he did not. He did not start. He came out as a sub in the 66th minute, but did make an impact uh, on uh, on the on the game, having having an assist. And I think that with the leadership change of Gio, and now uh, I'm sure everyone saw that Carlos uh, is also out, who is Gio's main uh, main squeeze in the. I assume just the the locker room, but maybe also in the shower. I can't confirm or deny. Is um, he officially out? Out, or was he just taking an extended break? They announced. No, we said bye to him. Yeah, yeah. It was like the twi- the the Timbers did a, a tweet about it or xed about it, depending on uh, your vernacular at this current state for Twitter. Um, but so it's it's interesting to see um, he, he didn't start, but he still came in on like came in, made an impact. And I think that's important. And then the Evander goal, just when, I don't know if this is where you're going to challenge me, Greg, but I feel like if he gave a hundred percent effort, at least for 60 minutes of a match, we'd be winning every game five to two, which is my favorite score line that we never get. But it's just like, when he tries, it's it looks effortless, uh, like it looks so natural. And then all the other times where he just half-asses it, like you know, you know, pouting down the field or sloppy giveaway or doesn't run. Like again, like I used this analogy before, where it's like if you hit a ground ball in baseball, you are supposed to run full speed to first base, even if you know you're going to be out, just in case they drop it. And uh, and so like he has that whole like slow walk to first um, on a ground ball. And it's like, he could be the best fucking player in this league. Um, if he really put real effort into it. Yeah, but he's young. Yeah. But what is that? What? That's I means you should try harder. I mean, I guess like, yeah, but either, it doesn't have, he doesn't understand. I think even like what he could be. He does. He's a professional. He's done it before. This is not, what I was planning on fighting you on. Um, I'm not really going to fight you. I'd, I'd like to just point out, you say, you know, it looks effortless when stuff works. It, it does. I don't think that when stuff doesn't work, it's him not trying. I think it's just the stuff isn't 
you know, he gets picked. He gets his pocket picked. It doesn't work. And when it does work, it, it's the same amount of effort. It just it worked that time. I don't. I don't. I'm I fo- articulating this poorly, but I think you get what I'm saying. I follow your logic, where you're like, he's always effortless, or in terms of his look, and then just sometimes it works, and a lot of the times it doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think he's still. We got to remember it's it's still his first year in the league. Oh, whose is that? That's mine. You got a huh? little siren there, going by. Just there's no cops in West. There's no sirens in Westland. <laughs> <laughs> there's no sirens in Northwest either. Cops don't bother coming here. No matter how, no matter how many shootings happen at the Silver Dollar Pizza Co., no cops ever show up. Um, but no, it's it's still his first year in this league. It's still his first year with this team. It. Do we want to see more out of our $10 million record signing? Of course we freaking do. But, you know, if if he pops off next year and if he pops off under a new coach with good leadership and better team around him and not paying the salaries of Nies Goda or have Blanco, RIP, we can talk about that later if we want, uh, Jimmy being bought down a little bit maybe, it, people are going to have a really hard time remembering the growing pains of 2023 if he pops off in 2024. Yeah, I, I agree on his stat sheet. It says he's 168 pounds. Agree or disagree? <laughs> disagree. How tall is he? How tall is he? It's, it says he's 5'10". Uh, no, not at all. That, uh, would be av- that would be average weight. He looks a little beefier than that. I was going to say he looks Never. like he stopped at – he. You know, at fucking Voodoo Donuts on the way in, maybe got a cock and balls and a, and a maple blazer bar before he plays. So I would put him at like 172. I think oh, guess what? In the 170s. Guess what Voodoo Donuts was just rated? What? Oh, the worst, like in the country, right? Yeah, the most overrated donut in the country. <laughs> this is absolutely bullshit. Um, and I'm just, I think we talked about this one time before and you guys all shit on me for it, where I was saying voodoo donuts are the best overall pound for pound donut in this city. Wrong. And no, they're not pretending to be anything else. That's the same thing I said about this podcast. They are not representing <laughs> themselves as like the fucking foo-foo berry, like blue star or, you know, pips out here on Fremont voodoo donuts is a fucking sugar cereal designed for kids on Saturday mornings to watch like Ren and fucking Stimpy uh, with like a voodoo donut that you stab and you eat. Like that is exactly what they're supposed to be. And they are perfect at it. So at the less than Jake show, which I was at, then our listeners know that thanks to Randy and Zippy talking about it on Mm -hmm. the last one. No big deal. At some point in the show, uh, the singer Chris brings up voodoo donuts and the bassist kind of goes like, wait, don't you guys think they're like touristy and overrated or something? Like, what do you guys think of voodoo? And the crowd collectively goes, boo, and like everybody <laughs> boos voodoo. And then, Chris, yeah. And then Chris goes, don't you, don't you eat like blue something donuts? And the crowd collectively went, eh, yeah. <laughs> it was very, very lukewarm. And then I started going, sesame, sesame, sesame. all the and way this, sesame. 
And this little, it wasn't many, it was like four or five people around me just got together and we started chanting Sesame together. <laughs> it was pretty, it was fantastic. Oh, oh, hey, you don't even got to wait. Um, so my problem with it is that in the 85th minute, they used to bring out Voodoo Donuts in Key Bank Club and you could, you know, run upstairs, grab yourself a grape ape, you know, an ODB, like anything, be happy about it. This year, they rolled out cocoa donuts, and in an attempt to go for extreme cleanliness, which I appreciate, um, they have in- individually wrapped each donut in plastic cellophane, which is A, awful for the environment, and B, when you take the fucking donut out, it just slides all the fucking icing off. It's awful. Yeah. It's stupid, and I wish the Timbers would go back and bring in uh, Voodoo Donuts the true king of donuts in Portland, Oregon. Um, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. What's your number one donut place for real? Sesame. Yeah, sesame or, or or pips. Pips is a fucking joke. Like it's like little <laughs> fucking sugar. I love those. Little, yeah, I love those. No, dude, it's sesame. is like an LA donut. Like you just have like the shitty donuts, and they're all fucking good. And they're all nothing's fancy about them or anything. It's just good donuts. What's yeah. wrong with America? Um, the best donut pound for pound in this city for real is the is mom. Um, no, it's at Angels uh, on Alberta. It's a super hole in the wall, and they make a buttermilk bar that is one that I would go eat two of in any like setting. Um, it is yeah, the buttermilk best. bars. Those are the best. Isn't yeah. buttermilk bar Brianna's? pet name for you <laughs> that's one of 17 <laughs> <laughs> the other one is fat the other one is stupid the other one is lazy the other one is ugly the uh, other one is butt sepsis um and current husband yeah <laughs> current mistake <laughs> Current long-term mistake. Uh, yeah, you keep going. But uh, anyway, sorry. Back to the agenda and our our man Evander. So to note, this season he's at seven goals and three assists, which is still not good enough for a ten million dollar player, but still not the overall um, uh, worst performance. Yes, seven goals would be fine if he had thirty assists. Correct. So- Agreed. This you know, and a- that's sort of how I feel he should be like he should be hovering. One of those should always be super high. And they're both not. So something's up. It's like cheesesteak is his weight. Yeah. So this is a weird season in MLS for goal scorers. And I'm trying Honey to find are still in the lead, right? Is he? Well, I'm trying to look up the stats for for the Golden Boot, but here I'm we sure are in games. here we are in September, and I believe whoever is leading the Golden Boot race only has something like 13 goals. Yeah, in I think September. It's yeah, they change it to like the Messi award for Messi. We're only well, yeah, that's gonna happen too. But yeah, we're only a few years removed from the like. Vela Martinez raced to 35 goals. And here yeah, we are, was, 2023. There's only 13 come September. This It's weird. It's 14. Um, Hani Mukhtar. Uh, and then Acosta in Cincinnati is 13. Some ugh, Greek name that I'm not even going to try to pronounce is at 13. And then Buanga in LAFC is 12. 
And does that go to playoffs or does it go through playoffs? Golden Boots, regular season. Regular okay. season, yeah. Yeah. So you would assume – oh, dude, Christian Benteke has 10 goals. I had no idea. Um, but, again, like you go down this list and Evander is our highest scorer with seven goals and is the only timber to make the, the stats page on MLS uh, on the first page. So not good enough. Um, but, anyway – Again, the flashes of genius that happen are my favorite thing to watch. Although the highlight of this game for me was when the Vancouver keeper went to make a save and his pinky dislocated is no. the best way to did you, put it. Did you see the slow motion on that? I Not almost cool. threw up out of my butt. Um, <laughs> Even though it's only a thing. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, it was and like. he's tough, dude. Jumping down, hand going down. All of a sudden, you just see the pinky go the complete opposite way. And I was like, Um, and uh, he, Trooper, fucking, they came back on the field. The medical staff, they reset his pinky and then he continued in the game, which I was like, that was like one more bit of pressure. And that thing would have just came straight the fuck off. It was that disgusting. Cracking my knuckles. All right, well, why don't we? So, wait, we lose three to two to Vancouver. I think we all collectively are like, this is over. No one wants to do this anymore. Like, fucking forget it. And then we move into the win over Salt Lake. That's right. Two to one. Late stage hot boy summer right there. Uh, go on josh tell us more about the game (laughs) (laughs) that's all i know i was there too um shit i don't remember that where were you no i I wasn't at that game wait 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 weren't you going to come but your kid got hurt or something i was at one of these games you were at that game because I went to that game with my friend Tyler, who is definitely a tier one friend. Uh, yeah, and we were talking about it. Yes, uh, we were making fun said, of Tyler. You said, "Is he coming?" And I was like, "He is." And what you meant was uh, Trent. Trent, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was there. And then remember, we were um, making fun of Amy and her um, messy jersey. That was one of the greatest photos that I've ever seen happen on the internet afterwards. And it's something I think we have all jokingly said we were going to do. And then Amy just totally fucking did it, which was awesome. And then she straight up hate crimed me like halfway through the match with the, with her trans flag. She just kept beating me with it. <laughs> did, why were you being an asshole? Huh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's talk about this actual game for a second. So whatever beef and drama happened with Moreno, um, clearly out the window because he started in the match um, and he had what I would say an amazing game with an assist did, and a goal. Did Blanco start that match? Yes, he did. Uh, it okay, was super was- interesting to see Blanco start. Um, and man, I love Sebastian Blanco, but signing him again for this season was a misuse of funds and Uh, go on. 
Oh, I know. I completely agree with you because we said after Vancouver, I was saying, well, why don't we start him and see if he maybe does better if he starts the match and play him till he can't play anymore, which we obviously played him way too long. But it was it was nice. I thought it was nice to see him start, but he didn't do anything. You know, like we're, we need to move on from him. Yeah, um, it's like I, <clears throat> when a player who you have such an affection for uh, who stays one year too long and what you end up remembering is their last year of poor performance as yeah. opposed to their year where they carried you through the playoffs and were pound for pound the best player in MLS for that playoff stretch where every ball he touched was a goal or an assist or like some really awesome pass. And so to see it like ending like this, like I'm happy that he scored the other game. Like it's, it's nice. It's got to feel good. But again, another player who could be on like a 15 goal season, who's got two, I think this year and uh, taking up roster space, cap space. And uh, while I am a Homer and have love for the players, it is sometimes, um, like you can still the team. So, but I really did like Moreno's performance in this match. I felt like we dominated this whole game from pretty much start to finish. There wasn't any time in there where I felt weird. Even when we gave up the goal towards the end of the game, it was not like a panic moment where I'm like, Oh no, what are we going to do? Like we, it was excellent. Like tactics, uh, the perfect subs in the moment. Um, and, a solid uh, win at home. So three notes. Yeah. Note number one, it should have been 2-0. Like, even though we did not panic at that goal, that goal should have never happened. That was kind of bullshit. Fair. Note Note number two, Moreno has so much potential and so much quality. And for him to get his first goal of the season on the last day of August is st- Stupid. Just like we expect more out of Evander, we need to expect more out of Moreno. If we're going to get him, oh, sorry, go on. Even if we're going, even if we might not get him back, because clearly he's unhappy. Maybe he'll be happier with a new coach. Who knows? I would say their their scenarios are not comparable. Uh, Clearly, Moreno was frozen out of the team for uh, quite a while. uh, Didn't make rosters for games, but. I do agree. He's supposed to be like when we talked about this in the beginning of the season, when uh, Mr. Ryan Clark joined our podcast and we talked about, you know, what players do we expect to make huge impacts? And I was like, Mosquera, And he's like Moreno. And it's like, eh? um, like a lot of, a lot of nothing overall. So Greg, I agree, but I don't think it's fair to compare. Point number three. I really like those RSL kits. Why they I are remember. clean. I know. God, why don't they we are. have gold? Uh, we should. <laughs> I want a gold third. Oh, yeah. I want a gold third for the Timbers. It's a good color gold, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I guess there's a buy, point. Did you buy I guess a kit a, that said Evander on the back? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I guess I have a point three point five slash point number four, but I'll save that for when we talk about Seattle. Oh, I'm in. So this is where you're going to fight me on the Seattle match. Oh, I'm fighting you hard on the Seattle match. Do we want to wrap up Salt Lake before? Just yeah, that's what I can wrap it all up with. Bingham's a great keeper. Who felt like? <laughs> stop! I was going there. Um. <laughs> 
with this win over Salt Lake, did anybody feel like our playoff hopes were rekindled? No. Yes. Me neither. Um, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I think we we're going to be just the, shy. When we get to the next section. Next section, go. No, we're no. I mean, like the next section, oh, oh, not the oh, next oh, game. Oh. Josh, if you read the agenda and you paid attention and you gave even like an ounce of effort, you would know that I was talking about the Seattle match. Hey guys, in the future, Jonathan's going to talk about playoff predictions and upcoming matches. Son of a bitch! I hate you. This whole who podcast wants, is a waste. Who wants to wrap a bow? Who wants to tie a bow on Salt Lake? It was good. I left that stadium buzzing. Um, I, uh, when, as soon as the final whistle hit me and, uh, my tier one friend, Tyler hopped on some spin scooters and we spinned our way to the East side and went to voodoo two. And I crushed two donuts. Um, and then I spinned my way home and Brianna was mad at me because I was a later than I said I would be, but not, I don't like you at all. <laughs> it had been so long since we won a match at home because I think the last time we won at home was before the League's Cup break. It had been so long since we won a match at home, I forgot about Tetris. <gasps> that was fun. It was weird. We, that is uh, my absolute favorite movement and chant from the Timbers Army is is the Tetris and uh, I am a purist and I believe that it should be when it's a two goal and higher win. Uh, but damn, I love seeing it. It's so good. It is fun. Josh, fun how was your leaving experience? Were you ecstatic like me and Greg? Yes, it was fun. I went and walked to where my motorcycle was parked. And then I got on that motorcycle and drove home. What kind of motorcycle helmet. do you have? A Harley Davidson. Vroom, is, vroom. It, is it what color is it? It is green and black. Do you, do you wear a helmet? I do. And it has is a red sticker on it. because you don't like your freedom and that you choose to obey the tyrannical government laws of helmets? I don't want people to see my face and think I'm a loser. I want them to think I am cool, so I wear a cool helmet and van sneakers. I heard that wearing a helmet on a motorcycle is trans surgery. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's true story. In New Hampshire, you don't have to wear a helmet, and that's part of like their live free or die slogans. And you see people like cruising down the highway going 80 miles Dying. an hour on a motorcycle with no helmet. I'm like... I hope I see it because that's going to be fucking cool. Um, that, like, that shit's going to just pop like when you hit the ground. Like that's not even. Yeah. Not be like biting down on a cherry tomato. Yeah, it would like you get like a maraschino cherry in a cocktail and then all of a sudden it just disintegrates when it's in. <laughs> yeah. Eyes pop out. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them large March sent, sent you. I one hundred percent was going there. Um all right, so fuck it. Move on. Let's go to this next match. Um the two two tie with Seattle. I was watching from my phone in beautiful Cannon Beach. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was watching at on my TV from beautiful West Lynn, Oregon. Oh, and Lake Oswego. Wait, Greg, did you go? No, I didn't go. 
I hem and hawed over going for a way too long, so I didn't go. So I just had people over at the soggy bottom. Yeah, and I how many go people showed up? I had the child. Like six people showed up. Were they cool oh, no. people? No, Were they tier one or tier two friends or a mix? <laughs> it was definitely a mix. No, all, <laughs> tier, one. all, all tier one, all tier one. Uh, but little did we know, me and you are tier three in Greg's list. <laughs> yeah, no, it was all tier one, and then uh, my Tyler and I went to a strip club afterwards. So, Ooh. a tier one strip club. Oh no! It was the Hawthorne Strip. Definitely like tier four and a half. Yeah, oh, tier, yeah. tier seven. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. a sad strip club. It's not um, even a tier. It's just tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like you tip in hundreds because you feel bad. Um, yep. And, uh, uh, that's uh, that's fantastic. Um, uh, so, two two tie with Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna say this is a tie that feels like a win that feels like a loss at the same time i will say it's a tie that feels like a tie until you remember seattle is way more mad about it than we are and that feels, so really feels like a like a win it feels yeah. like a sort of oh, see, i feel it's a tie that feels like a tie and then it also feels like a loss because we lost the cascadia cup that hurts. <sighs> so <clears throat> I was watching the game and we looked like a joke for the first half tale of two halves, I would say. And then uh, maybe this is where you're going to finally fight. And I've been waiting for this um, ever since you said it earlier. But I say uh, the the match shifted upon the the second yellow for Chu. Is that how the name is pronounced? Leo um, Chu. Yes, that is exactly when the match shifted. And then the Timbers looked like it was uh, it, clearly like whatever tactical changes uh, Schmetzer wanted to do were not working because we had players that were just ridiculously open, like bombing down the lines, and um, every pass was connecting to someone, but. After watching, you know, from home on my phone and seeing the replays, I just don't see that second yellow card for Chu being a real second yellow. And I'm assuming this is where Greg is going to get angry. A thousand percent. And I'm going to pound this whiskey before I fight you on this. Oh, how can you say that is not a yellow? He completely lost control of the ball, took a heavy touch, ran full steam into McGraw without it didn't even look like he was playing the ball. It just looked like he was running at him and then just plowed into him at full speed. I'm pulling it up right now. I watched I watched it in real time. Moment. I watched it on replays. I watched it on What's that stupid instant replay YouTube thing that MLS does? That was a hundred percent a yellow card. Leo Chu is a fool. And when he took off his shirt on his goal in the first half, we all looked at each other and said, this is going to be hilarious when he gets sent off for a second yellow. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So do you feel like that second yellow is, um, it, 
do you feel like that was like an egregious yellow card, like clearly no question, whatever, or that's like the the judgment call of the ref? Like if he did not get a second yellow in that moment and the ref didn't call it, you, would you be like, this is bullshit, that should be a second yellow? No, I think I'd... I'm not sure, actually. So yeah, I'm not really this... sure. My 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 gut reflex is to say, if that wasn't the yellow, uh, I don't think I would be livid. But I'd say there's an argument to be made for a yellow. So when I'm looking at this, neither one of them have control of the ball. Um, and it to me, you could argue for a 50-50 challenge where they're both like running into each other. But I just like... Um, they're not running into each other. Zach McGraw is basically stationary and Leo Chu is running him over like a freight train. I'm looking, I'm looking. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a second yellow. Um, then uh, you are a fake fan, secret sounder. (laughs) I want you to pan your camera a few feet over to your left. I guarantee no. you there is a, a, a Bruce Lee kit hanging on the wall over there. Also, is anybody smoking behind you? Because I just saw like a little wisp over your shoulder, Jonathan. What? So either somebody is vaping or there is a ghost that flew over your shoulder. And I'm I, 100% in that this house is haunted. Um, okay. And when well, I say haunted, I just mean someone else lives here that's not human or a dog. Okay, Bring I definitely, up. I definitely saw a ghost over your shoulder right there. Yeah. Uh, Welcome there, to the Portland to... Vanity Paranormal Podcast. Can you play the intro music? <laughs> On this episode of the Paranormal with Greg, Josh, and Jonathan, we're going to discuss the the recent sighting during the recording of Portland Vanity Soccer podcast that was on camera. Whoa. <laughs> Not recorded. If you say that's an unearned yellow, you're a fool. Yeah. I, I'm not... Look, he's an idiot for removing a shirt um, and uh, whatever, and putting that decision in the hands of a referee, I would not be disappointed in either direction. If that was um, called or not called, if that was against us or for us in either way, it is definitely borderline in terms of like it being a card worthy overall offense. However, I'm happy that it happened because it turned on these, the jets, you might say, for um, uh, and then what we made like three subs straight up across the the front line, and I mean that clearly changed the whole dynamic of the game. This is where I was saying it's more like a tie that feels like a win that feels like a loss because the amount of quality passes in the final third in the last like what thirty minutes we could have won that game by, you know, a score of four to two, where I feel like we didn't take enough advantage. Like getting the tie is great. Josh is agreeing um, in a yeah. very odd way. Uh, I don't know what you're doing over there, but it's making me uncomfortable. Um, and <laughs> for those who cannot see, he's, he's making a, a general hand motion um, uh, that 
I'm sure Randy would love for us to talk about in detail on our next <laughs> podcast of Sex Talk with Greg, Josh, and Jonathan. <laughs> Every time I hit play on that music, Josh dies. He just feels over and is deceased. And I love it I so much. I spit out half that beer. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that. let's talk about the goals. The Espria header, beautiful. I mean, just gorgeous. And his fake hair beautiful just the way like he hits the ball and his hair moves forward super love it and then the the goal from evander was again the fuck was that it's Um, more ghosts yeah um uh the goal from evander was next level like just again he gets the right space and he just looks and i'm like this is 100% a goal. If Evander is open in this section of the field, it reminds me of the quality of Samuel Armenteros, where it's like he uh, played harder, though, like with aggressiveness, and Evander is more like the, you know, the backseat flick or back heel flick kind of a guy. But like Armenteros, I'm like, if he is anywhere near um, a straight on shot, like he's scoring that every time. Yeah. And uh, it looked amazing. Blanco and Dyron are the Seattle killers of PTFC and bringing them on is exactly what we needed. And Dyron scored on his very first touch seconds after coming on and he lifted up his shirt to pay homage to his father, who I think this match was played on the anniversary of his father's yeah. death. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what that was. But the way that he just like held it over his face without actually like taking it off, I felt like was rubbing it in the wound of the Leo Chu red card. And that Dude, made me he, so happy. He still got a yellow for that. Well, yeah, you should. Cause if you, if you, I think he was thinking he wasn't going to get one by doing that. Mm. I think that was probably the case, but he they talked about it on the broadcast in the moment where they're like, and hey, look at that. See, like a spree of showed maturity and, you know, didn't take off the shirt. because And then it was like, oh, wait, nope, he got a yellow. <laughs> so, um, but so we lose the Cascadia Cup. Yay! Um, and I'm going to go full conspiracy theory on you guys right now. Um do I play conspiracy cowboy here? Um, no, I, let me get like, No, that song is about Josh. <laughs> yeah. It's not really conspiracy, I would say. That's not a fair representation. It is full hardcore fandom Homer. Um, We're winning the league. I honestly think um, after winning at RSL or w- winning against RSL, tying away against Seattle. And this is where we're going to jump into the the playoff predictions. But we have seven games left, and we are four points out of the playoff picture. Um, and we have one East Coast team uh, in Montreal, which is towards the end. Um, and then, but we have Austin, San Jose, Colorado, LA Galaxy. Um, that should be games that we have a chance to win. Um, and then we have LAFC and Houston, which I think we have chances to lose. And I think if the Timbers could miraculously pull out 15 points, um, 
from uh, the remaining seven games, then I I think that we make the playoffs, and I don't even think we're the last team. Wait, fifty points. So you're counting on points. You get the you're, five games. You're counting on these Timbers taking fifteen out of a possible twenty-one. Yeah, five I, out of seven games. Do the teams that we're playing look at them? I'm looking. I, I agree with you. We should be able to beat. They're all above us. No, I don't not. know if we could beat Austin away. We should beat San Jose at home. We should beat Colorado at home. We should beat Galaxy away. We should beat Montreal. We could beat Houston at home. Yeah, I, that's I, fifteen. I don't. I don't. So when I started to look at this earlier, when I was putting the agenda together, uh, my only contribution to this podcast um, is I was like. The parody, which is always funny in MLS, which is like one of the things I love and hate about it, but all of the teams outside of Colorado and LA Galaxy, I would say, have a legitimate shot of making the playoffs. And we're not far behind the like four points is not a lot. And if the Timbers have really started to to work on their culture under the you know the current head coach. Uh, and players are burying the hatchet and Evander's turning it on and everything. Like I, I feel like we will make the playoffs and I was not. Um, Did Montreal just get rid of their coach or is that Toronto? I don't remember. I know it was Toronto like, fired Bob Bradley. Bob, that was a while ago. So then, was it Montreal yeah. that just got rid of their manager? I don't remember. Colorado, Colorado. Oh, it's Colorado. Okay. So then we'll fully win yep. that game because we've had a manager less. You know, I mean, we lost ours first, so we've had time to recoup. You, Jonathan, you've made me a believer. We're making the playoffs, and these Timbers are beating Messi and Inter Barcelona for 2020. So you're MLS saying stuff. we're so you're saying we're making a cup run? Yeah! On the next edition of Cup Run with Greg, Josh, and Jonathan, uh, we're going to discuss the Inter-Miami behemoth juggernaut. Um, So, true story. If you think about this, if Miami makes the playoffs, it will be by the skin of their teeth. Um, we will definitely have a better record than them. Uh, and so we'll have a home match on turf if, and Messi will break an ankle. Oh, again, I'm still very pro Messi. Uh, I love Messi being at MLS. I hate him. Oh, yes. It's great. But um, I'll fight against, even though I love him, I'll still root against him when he plays us. Yeah. I, and so I, that would be insane if we pulled it off in the end, made the playoffs and got excited and had a run. And then uh, Miami makes it and it's us versus them in the finals. And then we'll get drunk again and go to it. And yeah, um, I'm very anti selling uh, tickets uh, for a profit. Uh, but if it is an MLS cup final um, against Miami with Messi, I will buy four new cars with the like the um, the winnings <laughs> from those tickets. Um, that is going to be insane. Should we make a prediction? Let's do Are it right now. Final, yeah. We're no. making the finals. No. Finals, finals, finals. We're going big. At the Red beginning of the podcast, I was anti playoffs all the way, and now I'm thinking we're winning it. All right, my prediction: we're winning the finals, and Randy and Zippy are starting a new podcast. What's it called? 
super serious high school soccer podcast. Uh, what about Zipty? Mm, Zipty. Zippity Killwag. Zippity Killwag. <laughs> Jonathan's frozen. Yeah, oh, I know. No, I'm just trying goes. to think of something. Funny oh, I just saw the ghost again. I saw it too. I think it's just a shadow from outside of a car driving by. You shut your mouth. It's a ghost. It's fully a ghost. Yeah. I mean, it's, ghosts can drive cars too. What? Don't be prejudiced. It's the ghost of Aziz. It's Aziz is alive. Oh, I mean, Casey. Yeah, the oh, ghost yeah. of Casey. The ghost of Casey. Um, uh, Aziz wants to eat food really bad. Um, but- and, and die. Yeah, and uh, yeah, true. So we were at Cannon Beach. We went down, um, and Aziz is still pretty like cool on cheddar. He's not pumped that she's here, but he's accepted that she lives here. But some other dog came running over and was bigger than both of them, and started getting a little bit aggressive and like bit at cheddar and got her. Like not like hard, but like she yelped and was like cried, and Aziz was like. You do not touch my sister. Only I can touch my sister. And <laughs> That's went, all you need. That's perfect. Fuck, he went ape shit on that other dog. Um, and that other other was like running over like faster than you could ever imagine to get them separated. I was like, no, man, he fucked up, man. You fuck around, you find out. You don't mess with Aziz. <laughs> um, and Aziz's property, like his sister. Um, but yeah, I was like, good dog. But anyway, I all right. So the, the question is. The prediction is, do we make the playoffs? Yes or no? Greg. I don't I don't care. Okay, good. Jonathan. I don't, I don't really. Here's the thing. I don't Josh, really want. Yes. I don't really want to make the playoffs. Randy. I, I like don't turtles. even make the playoffs. I like turtles. Yeah. It's not like we do anything with it if we do. Well, me and Josh are going to be the ones who are going to be there for the final against Miami and Portland with our role. You already said you're selling your ticket, jackass. Yeah. I have a lot of tickets, Greg. (laughs) 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 All right. So we we make, uh, we make the playoffs, but we don't do anything with it. There we go. So I'm going to say Randy would say no, just because he's old and negative and never brings any value to anything. So he's, yeah, but he's a homer. No. Yeah. Greg is a yes, but doesn't care. That's yep. a good one to save in the uh, Josh is yes. Win the league. We make the playoffs in a wet fart. Oh, make the playoffs in a wet fart. Um, and Jonathan, I'm saying yes. And we are winning the Western conference losing in the final. You're idiots. Oh. I hate you. <laughs> Greg. Tell us what song you picked. 503-583-4235. Good God. Losing in the Why are we still recording? This is stupid. Well, Jonathan has to go anyway. So just I have to um, go, yeah. Yeah, just say the song. Stop being say your song. Oh, are we actually wrapping this up? Play my music. I'll tell I'll do the outro on my music. All right, shut up. Uh, the opening band for the Less Than Jake show was this uh, three-piece all-female punk trio called Venomous Pinks, and they were fucking awesome. These women are rad. So I picked one of their songs called I Really Don't Care. Women can't punk. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> sound effects are amazing. Okay, play my outro music. So good. Josh, where can we and how be reached with us? We have an email and it's PortlandVanityGmail.com. <laughs> you give us a voicemail. <laughs> 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 we have Twitter, PDS Vanity Soccer, Instagram, Portland Vanity, and OnlyFans at PDS Vanity. We also have a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Just search PBSP, search free pay. <laughs> Radio Free PBSP, that's <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. I'm sweating. <laughs> Where did you get that fucking music? <laughs> <laughs> It came with our premium subscription to Zencaster. Thanks, Josh. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I think I peed a little. Yeah. I pay like what thirty dollars a month for that. That's worth it. That was that laugh was worth it. Can we upload our own songs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is like you got the ding in there for the fantastics. Um hey guys. This is going to be my last episode for for quite a while. So um, good. Hope you die. Bye. Thank you for for joining. Oh, then that means it's the last episode. Period for a while because nobody's doing it without Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I leave in Randy, Josh, and Greg <laughs> basically a week, um, oh, and then I'll oh, be gone for six awful. weeks. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'd be a podcast that everyone would love to listen to. And by everyone, yeah. I mean not even my where, dogs. Where are you going? Epstein's so. Island? Yep. We're going to hang out do some things. Um, we're hanging out. It's actually the ghost of Epstein is what you've been seeing in the background. Oh. Um, he's like, pay me through the grave, Jonathan. And I was like, okay. Um, no, we are going to Italy, England, Germany, and Hungary, which is perfect because that is what I am. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.
Thanks, guys. Appreciate the engagement. Dope. Yes. I I'm got so St. Pauli tickets. I'm so proud of you. That's cool. Yeah. I Again, they're in the, the hospitality rich people section, which is funny because it's the oxymoron of like a left-wing anarchist club. And I was like, where do you have champagne? Uh, Why do they even have that section? That's the real question. Still a business. Um, if you have, If you have that section, people are buying them. Yep. And you can see Spurs versus Liverpool. Gonna see Ipswich Town versus Hull City. Yeah. Oh Come yeah. On. yeah. Come on, town. Yeah. Fucking trash your boys. Yeah, and that Greg will still refuse to enjoy Ipswich Town with any of us. Uh, thanks a lot for being a negative hater, piece of shit. And racist. Hate you. Yeah, mm-hmm. racist, ugly, stupid, mean. These are all the nicknames Brian has for me, so don't get, don't be upset. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, I'm going to go see as many Roma and Nazio matches as I possibly can while I'm in Rome. Cool. Dope. Wow, I'm so proud Bye. of you. Or how did he die? I don't know. Who cares? Being poor. <laughs> Lack of food. <laughs> poor, old, gross. He died of poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's they can happen. It can happen. Um, well, oh, maybe I'm wait, there. There we go. Is that better? It sounds a little better. How about your now? Wave, your waveforms are yeah. better. Yes, better waveforms. I had the I had the gain apparently maxed up to eleven. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll do it. Oh, God. So I went into North 45, and they have these little North 45 branded snifter glasses, right? Oh, that's cute. And I was, and I was like, hey, how much for hmm. one of those? And she's like, oh, I'm going to go ask. And she comes back like 10 minutes later. And was you like, stole five of them. She was like, uh, actually, we can't sell those because nobody remembers where we got them from, so we can't replace them. And I was like, oh, no pro- no worries. So the next time I went, I just stuck one in my pocket and took it home. <laughs> that's yes. the way to do it. So hopefully, hopefully, no one from North Forty Five listens to this podcast. No one listens. Oh, to your this name podcast. is your name is Randy. Uh, My name's Randy. Randy. Yeah, but all right, should we start this fucking train? Yeah, fart? you want to start it at two twenty? Yeah. How about four twenty? <laughs> How about just now? That's a funny number. Hating crime and doing lines one day at a time.